Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of Neil Thompson Speaks, where we talk to people who broke free of the corporate world's shackles to start their own businesses. I'm your host, Neil Thompson, official corporate shackle breaker. Today's guest is Angela Kung of Angela Kung Acupuncture Clinic. I'm interested to hear about her pre-acupuncture life, her acupuncture business. I'm sure it's more than just sticking needles in people and her future plans. I've known Angela for a few years now. I used to actually go to her for for acupuncture service. And when I first started out, I didn't really know what to expect, but she offers such a great service. If any of you have never been to an acupuncturist, I, I highly recommend it if you have any sort of ailment. I went to her because of, well, Maybe I won't go into why I went to her, but I did go to her for, for acupuncture treatments, and I went, I think, every other week. And I did that for, I'm trying to remember whether it was a few weeks or a few months, but it definitely helped my the, the condition that I was having. Unfortunately, I don't live too close to where she is anymore, so I can't go and, and see her every now and then. But I, I truly appreciated her service, her business, and I highly recommend acupuncture to anyone who would recommend it or who would, would consider it. And uh, I just see she just came on, so let's let's bring her on right now and, and talk to Angela Kung. <laughs> Hello. Angela, welcome to Neil Thompson Speaks. How are you doing? Good. How are you? This is Neil, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, Neil. <laughs> so great to hear your voice. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's only it's only gonna be me talking to you. So yeah, it's me. Hi, how, how, uh, thank you again for being on the on the podcast. Thank you, thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward to this. So first question off the bat, what did you want to be when you grow up? Well, um, when I was six years old, I told my parents I wanted to be a doctor, and okay. um, and so. <laughs> That was the ongoing dream, and I, you know, when I was growing up, I was um, a big athlete and got into figure skating and was competing, um, and I got hurt now and then, um, and so I really thought I wanted to be a sports doctor in orthopedic, and going into college, I was pre-med and, um, you know, decided that I was going to be going to medical school, and that was going to be the future. But as it turns out, um, I did a lot of volunteer work in hospitals and things like that and decided that it really wasn't for me. And I didn't want to work in a hospital or I didn't want to uh, treat patients via surgery or um, pharmaceutical medications. And um, 
a lot of that was just what, you know, what, what I think resonated in my heart, you know, was that natural healing was more effective and at least what I felt, you know, was, was more, was more me, but I didn't really realize that until much later. So I decided not to go to medical school and it wasn't until, um, five years after graduating undergrad that I realized, um, I could do alternative medicine. So, I um, I had taken a hiatus from knowing what that career was going to be and jumped back into figure skating and sort of did a lot of performing and coaching and things like that and um, and and so it turns out that I I did become um, sort of what you would say what you would call a healer or, or a healing arts practitioner and so it really was something that I I I guess it, it rung true for me but I didn't know how to get there until it it, it all happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Well, you said there was a five-year gap between you leaving undergraduate, your, your undergrad degree, and then, I guess, getting into acupuncture. What did you do during those five years? Is that the time you spent doing figure skating? Yeah, I actually, um, I I was coaching full-time, and I was doing a lot of, um, you know, choreography for my students and um, working at various different rinks around Boston and um, I was, I, I actually ended up going into a show, which was touring throughout Europe for nine months and did some performing um, professional skating. And so um, I, at that, during those years, I did not know um, what the future really held at that point. I was still sort of like finding myself, I think. And, you know, after, after graduating undergrad, um, I sort of, thought, oh, well, there's no hope for me in the medical field because I don't want to pursue medical school. And so I didn't know, I didn't really, I didn't really consider uh, the alternative medicine until it kind of hit me in the head. Um, You know, so five years later, I was, um, I was doing a yoga class and this, this woman, she was also an acupuncturist and that kind of, you know, did something inside of me. And I was like, oh, she's also that. And I decided to go see her and when I had a had an acupuncture treatment with her it just felt like this was it this was what I needed to do and of course you know I loved yoga and I loved you know just sort of the natural um body mechanics of what that does for you and and so I I just kind of looked at her as sort of someone that inspired me especially because you know, she was um, a Caucasian woman, and I didn't really, I I'd never, I hadn't met too many Caucasian people that were into acupuncture and the Chinese, you know, traditional medicine. And I had known about it from growing up because, um, you know, I guess ironically enough, it was kind of in my childhood. My my mom would actually take me to an acupuncturist for some of my injuries as well. And when I had this treatment with this woman, I recalled all of those treatments I had when I was a child and and growing up throughout my teens too, and remembering just how wonderful I had felt afterward. And it wasn't just um, sort of like an ankle sprain or a knee pain um, from, you know, an, an, an ice injury, but it was, it was more than that. I felt complete. I felt balanced. Um, there was just sort of an overall sense of well-being that was restored in me. And so um, 
all of that kind of came flooding back to me. And I thought this was it because acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine, along with now some of the more, um, you know, energy, energy, I guess, work that I do now that includes Reiki and medical Qigong and all of those things, um, you know, sort of um, helped people on, on not just a physical level, but on an emotional level and on a spiritual level. And for me, like that holistic, you know, package was really what I was looking for. And it wasn't just, you know, it was, I have to say that I think a lot of healers are wounded healers and people who are going through things themselves um, begin, begin seeking, you know, in those areas to find healing for themselves. And so I was definitely one of those people. I had some stuff going on in my life. I'm sure, you know, other people, you know, do feel that, feel that same way that have come into this, this medicine and, you know, they were looking for answers. And so um, I was just diving headfirst into it. And right after school, um, you know, I got a, I got a little cold feet, but um, I, cause I, I really wanted to start my own business. I knew that, running my own company was going to give me the most freedom in terms of um, the modalities that I wanted to use, which included spiritual counseling, which included, you know, a lot of the um, energy work that I did that was not necessarily taught in acupuncture school. It wasn't, it wasn't something that, um, you know, every acupuncturist did. And so I knew that I had to get out on my own, but, but I was nervous. (laughs) and I decided to interview for a job. And I remember feeling like when that didn't work out um, during the interview process, I didn't even start the job. It was something that I was, you know, thinking that I was going to go into with this other woman um, who had who had her own thing. I I ended up having this sort of um, sort of this this sign I felt like from above, like telling me like, nope, you got to You have to do your own thing. And so that's when I just gathered up some courage and said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And so I jumped right into business myself. Um, and since then, it's been amazing. And I feel like I've been guided and I have been um, doing what I love every day. And I've been learning so much from, from this experience and just from my patients as well. So it's been, a, it's been an amazing journey. Wow, that sounds that sounds really great, Angela. And I'm sure there's a number of people out there that are that are motivated to 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 get into their own business. And there's really something something that's holding them back. I'm sure they they appreciate hearing what you just had to say. So tell me a bit about Angela Kung Acupuncture Clinic. I mean, I spoke a little bit during the intro on my experience with acupuncture, but just for our view, our listeners, because you're the the expert, what exactly is acupuncture, and and what other services do you provide? your clients? Well, um, you know, acupuncture is an ancient medicine um, that dates back at least 5,000 years from now. And um, it was really um, sort of, it it sort of began, I guess, with, with human trial and error. You know, I, I know today we have a lot of like rat studies and things like that. And, and, you know, this is really profound because it really was done on humans, you know, down to all of the Chinese um, herbs that are being used today were all trial and error on people. In fact, many people died um, taking poisonous herbs and, 
you know, we we now have such amazing, um, such a vast herbology um, knowledge because of all the people that have put so much effort into this. So, um, but acupuncture itself um, is within Chinese medicine, you know, um, and it is basically um, a complex system in the body that has been discovered, um, you know, very, very intuitively. Um, there are meridians in the body that are um, on the surface and it, like sort of they're on the surface and internal inside the body that go into um, specific organs. And so each meridian is, is, is really paired with an organ. And um, these organs have specific functions in the body that help to harmonize the body's energy. And so the meridian itself um, has different acupuncture points that have been discovered, or you can also say acupressure, because that would just be the, the acupuncture point is just the needle going into the point, um, into the body, which are very fine needles. They don't hurt like a hypodermal needle would. Um, so it's nothing like getting your blood drawn. It's um, a lot of times people actually sleep and relax during their treatments and they feel extremely um, comfortable uh, during the treatment. So it's not scary. Um, I wanted to get that out there first. <laughs> but um, the, the acupuncture points are, um, are then, uh, are, are then um, let's see, I would say the, the needles are applied into the acupuncture point um, to activate the chi, which, we, which is energy. So it's, it's activating the chi, and it is doing something um, in which that organ meridian uh, functions for. So if somebody comes in and they have, like, excess heat in the body, let's say, then we would want to figure out, well, where is the excess heat? You know, where is it coming from? A specific organ? Is it coming from um, a specific um, imbalance in the body that we can um, we can balance? And so, to put it more generally, basically we're we're using the acupuncture needles to balance the body back, and it does help with pain. It helps with um, you know lots of different things. For instance, if somebody has a headache, we don't necessarily have to put the acupuncture needles in the head we can actually put the needles in the foot. And so this is something that is very bizarre for a lot of people to understand, um, especially in our, in our Western culture where, you know, a lot of things are more based on logic um, in Western medicine. Everything is scientifically based, so to speak. But, um, you know, energy is not scientifically based. Energy is very vague, but it's very real. And, um, and so, you know, we, we would be able to apply um, acupuncture needles in specific places that are remote to the injury or the area of pain um, and um, very effectively help the situation. And so acupuncture works with, again, physical pain. So if there's a back pain or a neck pain, people come in with injuries like from car accidents and stuff like that too. Um, it also helps with internal medicine issues. So normally you would go, um, you know, to your doctor and say, you know, I have colitis or I have digestion issues or, um, you know, eye pain or things like that. Um, and so a lot of those issues can be resolved. Even, you know, a lot of the female issues, like if they have menstrual problems or, um, or you know, like menopausal issues, 
and so we're able to balance the hormones back um, using this medicine. And so on top of all of this, I, I do also specialize in emotional medicine um, using acupuncture. And so um, with this, of course, I, I also do the spiritual counseling for people, and I really help people discover the roots of their issues. And, you know, a lot of times um, people are seeking therapy from their, from their therapist, and they, and they may be going over a specific trauma or issue for, you know, five to ten years, let's say. But sometimes, you know, with the treatments that I'm able to do, um, we're able to release um, some of the issues much quicker, um, usually within a few treatments or a few months of treatments and things like that, um, where the patient is able to uh, develop more clarity and to really release some of the emotional baggage that they've been carrying. Um, and so I do, I do a lot of emotional things, and we, there are, there's a huge program out there um, that helps veterans with post-traumatic stress using acupuncture. And so that just gives you an idea of, of how, how well acupuncture can actually work, um, you know, in, in those circumstances in the psychological atmosphere. So, um, the other things that we do in the clinic are um, massage. We have a couple of massage therapists. We also have a Reiki master. Um, we have um, we have facial rejuvenation. So a lot of people um, might want to you know do something more natural as opposed to Botox or uh, laser for their face and their neck and even their stomach. So we are able to do rejuvenation in that sense where we can lift their face and. Um, sort of dissolve wrinkles and um, and help the color in the face and things like that. So um, that's been something that's been really fun to offer people as well. And other than that, um, we sort of have, you know, just sort of a, a spa-like atmosphere. Um, I've been very intent on creating an atmosphere that is relaxing and comfortable and feels sort of like um, – more spa-like, I would say, and more kind of like you're in your own comfortable room with, um, you know, sort of the dim lighting and we have aromatherapy and, um, and music playing and things like that. Um, because I, for one, know that if the body is going to heal, it needs to be in a relaxed state. And um, I, I find that sometimes you know, if you're in a setting that is not relaxing, that is cold or, um, you know, in some in any way or shape or form, it's not able to bring you to um, that sort of deep resting state, then the body cannot heal. And so, um, and so a lot of people, you know, um, enjoy that because it does, they feel the benefits of that. Wow, that's, that's quite a bit of stuff that you, that you offer to your clients. And I can attest by being an acupuncture client myself that those needles definitely don't hurt and you very do and you very much do feel really comfortable during the whole process and I, I don't remember a time I ever got acupuncture that I didn't fall asleep. It's it, it really does feel really good. So one of the issues that um entrepreneurs come across or reluctant ones come across, something we have to think about is how are they going to get clients? So in your business, how do you go about getting clients? Well, you know, when I started, I had to put a lot of faith into um, what I was doing. And I think you really have to, you know, sort of give yourself the confidence and, and have the courage to say, like, what I, ha what I do and what I offer is very, um, 
is very real and beneficial for people. And so when you, you know, walk out with a heart full of hope and desire to reach out to people and to help people, a lot of times that, that energy is able to attract the people that need you. And so even when I, I go to the grocery store or when I walk my dog in the park or um, if I'm at, you know, I don't know, some appointment for something else, People, um, if, you, if you are a loving person and a friendly person, um, you know, you get to know um, other people in a, in a deeper way, you know, and it's, it's sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll ask you, what do you do? And then when you tell them, lo and behold, they'll have um, a reason to come to you or they might say, oh, I have a sister that has back pain or I have, you know, so-and-so that, you know, do you have any cards? And so I think, I think first and foremost, we are our own sort of, um, you know, banner. You know, we walk around because we are it. We are the person that, um, that is able to sell, sell ourselves and market ourselves the best, you know, more than, more than any, you know, billboard, more than any business card. And so we have to obviously be a likable person. I think we have to come to a place where we really, truly love ourselves. And we're able to, um, you know, to emanate like that, that, you know, that energy that we really, we really are living um, in that light. And so people are attracted to that light. And so I think first and foremost, that's really important. Um, And that just, you know, reverberates throughout your business and throughout the people that you touch and um, your place of business, whether it's your home or your office. And beyond that, of course, um, you know, you put your heart and soul into, you know, your website. And I think obviously that needs to be kept simple. Sometimes I look at websites and it makes me dizzy because people put too much information and there's too many things to click. And that's just my opinion. Um, I'm sure some people might have a differing opinion, but um, that's how I feel about it. I think if we get to the point um, then, you know, people are more apt to, to click on something that's simple. Um, and beyond that, um, I, I have, a, you know, I think, I think when you get that one client, and it doesn't matter if you, that's your first client or you have five clients, every, every single client is, what, is, is that client that you're going you're gonna to do the best job you can ever do. And so when you put everything into that one client, you know, you, you, you do a great job, they feel amazing, and you let them go. You let them go out into the world, and um, whether or not they, they talk about it, you put your, your best foot forward in that area. And so out of, out of, 10, out of 10 patients, out of, out of 20 patients, you, you might get two or five or just one that is going to refer you a bunch of people, even if it's one person, even if it, you know, or more. So, I think like for my business right now, um, it has taken off because of that referral base. And it's really because people are your biggest testimony. They, they, if they feel great about it, they're going to share with the people they love and the people they love are going to trust them. And so that's the best way to market yourself. And, you know, beyond that, you know, have cards, have business cards, I guess. And I actually don't even carry them, even though I should. Um, But usually people can Google me. Um, I just tell them very simply, just Google acupuncture and Mission Viejo, and that's simple enough. And they'll find me. Um, 
but a lot of people are definitely talking about the clinic. And, you know, only lately have I done a little bit more social media because I have somebody in the office who's, who's doing it for me. But um, I, think, I think just doing the best job you can with that one person and not saying to yourself, oh, I wish I could just make um, a lot more money by now. I wish I could just um, be so busy that I'm, I'm brimming over the top. Like, that is not the attitude to have. You don't want to say, I, I, I wish I could just be busy already. I would, you know, you want to put your efforts into what, is, what counts, whether you're a financial planner, whether it doesn't matter what you do. If you, if, you, you, if you take that one person that you're able to work with as the biggest blessing and, and, and again, put all of your efforts into that, only good things will come and, and you'll be blessed. And I think if this is truly, you know, the career and the line of work that you're supposed to be doing that you feel is a godsend for you, then um, there's absolutely no room for failure, what you have to keep in mind. Wow, that's, that's, that's pretty powerful stuff. So it, it seems like you initially you interviewed for, for a job after finishing acupuncture school, but it didn't feel right. So even though you were a bit hesitant to start your own business, you stepped out on faith and you did so. And then you just offered anyone who's listening a lot of a lot of great advice about you know how to go about you know finding people you know using you get doing good work obviously and then a little bit of social media after after some time and also you know using referrals to to, to generate more business so I'm sure everyone who's listening could really benefit from from all that you've had to say thank you for being on on the the podcast Angela where can people find you they can find me um, in Mission Viejo. I am right off Crown Valley um, from the 5 Freeway, and I'm at 27405 Puerto Real, and I'm in Suite 210. Um, my phone number, my business phone number is 949-420-1338. You can check us out online at angelakungacupuncture.com, and you can find um, more information on our website. Excellent. So if anyone wants to get in touch with Angela, you can reach her on our website, angelacongacupuncture.com. There aren't too many buttons to click, and she doesn't seem to like clicking buttons, so (laughs) hopefully you're not too overwhelmed by the website. Again, Angela, thank you so much for being on Neil Thompson Speaks. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, Neil, for having me. This was really fun. (laughs) All right. Take care. Okay. Well, everyone, that marks another... End of Neil Thompson Speaks. Thank you for tuning in. If you need or if you want to learn more about myself and what I do, you can go to neilthompsonspeaks.com. That's N-E-I-L-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S. I had to think about how to spell speaks. <laughs> .com. Again, that's neilthompsonspeaks.com. Until next time, take care. <laughs>